good morning. This is Ron Ziegler with the Mental Health Hour, live and well in Pembroke Pines, Florida. Even with the condition of end-stage renal disease, I have one year, no dialysis, no kidneys functioning at this time, and yet I'm still here with congenitive heart failure. Now, I want to talk to you about a story. A story about mental illness. Mental illness is a very serious disease and it causes the brain waves to go snap, crackle, and pop at times. And I would like to let you know I hear sirens. Sirens from police. Showing results for and I would like to let you know I hear sirens, sirens from police. Let's see. I love my new i-number I, I, I 8 phone, iPad phone. Sirens. Showing results for sirens. Let's see. Let's see. Here we go. Let's see. Let's play some. Nope. nope. I'm trying to find... Uh, Police sirens, and it's kind of difficult. Police sirens. The sounds of police sirens. Show me the sounds. Showing results for police sirens. The sounds of police sirens. Show me the sounds. Let's see. I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I, I'm not a computer. I'm not computer savvy. Let's see. Well, anyway, I was going to do a little stick. I'm waiting to, for the police to come and take me to my new room. According to uh, my adversary that's out there uh, claiming all these false allegations about me, claims that the police are going to come and arrest me the day after my birthday. I got my arms out. I'm waiting. Will someone please come and take me to my room? I need a room with a view. Yes, I'm calling him out on his moronic, sanctimonious ass. And I know he's full of shit. Especially when he's a right-wing looney tune with no life. Who sits home all day and stares at his fat wife. Uh, and uh, his name is Joseph Michael Golner, born December... 23rd, 1954, who is a moronic idiot with no facts to his claims regarding me whatsoever. There's no proof to his claims, and I seriously doubt he knows 500 doctors and talks to them. He's so full of caca. <laughs> he makes me laugh every time I turn him on. Just I just turn him on just to get a good laugh. And I'll tell you, uh, he is stalking my friends that are celebrities. He's trying to get them on his hateful radio show and on his blog talk radio, which is filled with hatred towards Democrats, homosexuals, gays, lesbians, transgenders, and he loathes transgenders. He hates the idea of a third-party sexuality. He won't even admit to it that he... Uh, is uh, uh, hateful towards that aspect of homosexuality. 
and he feels that they should not have a life. If, and he feels that Democrats should not vote because he says all Democrats are criminals. He says that in his, in his podcast and in his blog talk radio. Joseph Michael Goner is a moronic idiot, a public nuisance, a moron with no life, who sits at home with his fat wife in an 8x10 apartment with his disabled son who does nothing. They do nothing all day long. And they, uh, they try to cause problems with other people. And they ain't going to get nowhere. Especially with me. They can't get nowhere with me. Because I won't let them. I'm doing just fine. <sighs> I'm still waiting for the police. <laughs> oh, is that them? I like visitors. Come on in. Any visitors? <laughs> no, that was just me knocking. Uh, but I'll tell you one thing. I know, I know who was full of shit. Because I thought it was kind of funny when he said he was going to become sheriff. And the, the, the governor was going to crown him sheriff on his radio show. And that never happened. That never came about. And he never had uh, Ron DeSantis on his show. He never had uh, Donald Trump on his show. And, oh, I called... Uh, I called Nova to see if there was kind of any kind of uh, uh, any kind of uh, money uh, coming from the uh, from uh, the senator or the governor or anybody, and they said absolutely not. There was no proce- uh, no proceeds uh, going to Nova from any kind of government agency or government or senator or governor or anyone in office towards that program. Period. So he basically lied about that. There's no proof to his claims that he even claims remotely to know Donald Trump. He may have met DeSantis once, but I, I don't know. That could have been a Photoshop that he did with uh, Donald or Ronald uh, DeSantis. I mean, he could have done that with a Photoshop. So, you know, there's no, there's no proof to his claims about me. I'm calling him out on his shit. He's nothing. He's useless to the Republican Party. Actually, he's a public nuisance to the Republican Party by harassing a hospice patient who was disabled myself uh, and is making the Republican Party look like shit. As a matter of fact, uh, where I go to church, they'll be having elections over there. People will be voting over there. I plan to go over there and help out. And uh, I'll probably go over there tomorrow on my birthday. So tomorrow is my birthday. And I have uh, 23 years with my beloved wife. And I am a very happy person. I have a beautiful wife that loves me. And I have a beautiful hospice nurse that comes over here every day and that loves me. You know, I am surrounded by beautiful ladies especially those that are around me that really care for me and I I don't deserve that I don't deserve any loyalty at all you know why because I'm mentally messed up I'll put a bag over my head I'm so ashamed of myself for being mentally ill not it's an illness that I have to live with and I was ashamed of it for many years but not anymore I'm not afraid to tell people who I am and what I am and where I can go 
and I don't have no problem telling them where they can go. And uh, the reality is my adversary is stalking my celebrity friends and he won't leave them alone. But I warned them about him. And I told them, please don't go on his show. He, he, will, he will make a mockery of it. He's nothing but a moronic idiot. He bashes me all the time. So I, I posted on my Twitter uh, about the roundtable episode he was supposed to have. And yet, in that episode, it's about him bashing me and my lifestyle and my way of living. And you know what? I'm not a perfect human being. I never was meant to be a perfect human being. I have flaws. And I admit them to my wife every day. And yes, me and my wife have fights. That's normal if you're in a relationship. Any, any dumb dumb can tell you that. And you know what? The best part about making up after a fight is when you're laying in bed with your wife at night. And you look her into the eyes and you say, I love you. And she says, I love you back. That means something. It's a spiritual connection there. After all, we have 23 years together. And I'd go to any lengths to love her. And I go to any lengths to be stupid at times. And I, I do admit I get stupid with her sometimes. Sometimes I, I overspend on my stuff. But I, I make it up for her and I pay her at the beginning of the new month. Every month. And I tell her I'm sorry if I overspent, and I give her back the money uh, that I that I uh, borrow from her. And sometimes I get lucky and sell a painting here and there. People ask me, "Can I copy your artwork off uh, on your art page, and I'll give you some money for it?" I said, "Sure, go right ahead." Next thing I know, I get a message from PayPal: "You have fifty dollars in your account." I go, "Wow." Or I have 75, wow, or 125. The most I've ever gotten from a drawing was I, I, sold, I did a drawing called Redemption. And I made $150 off that one. It was called Redemption of My Mental Illness. And um, you know what? I miss doing my artwork. I can't see out of my right eye anymore. And I miss, I miss drawing because... When I would draw, I would listen to my I would listen to my music, and now when I listen to my music, I just sit and listen to it, and uh, it is what it is. That I can't do stuff much anymore. I can barely walk. Uh, I use a walker when I walk. If I don't use the walker when I walk, I I I, I fall and trip, and then I hurt myself. And uh, my nurse told me she goes, after your birthday. You'll be going out less and less and less. I'm giving you permission to go out on your birthday tomorrow. But I will be with you. And I said, oh, okay. I said, you mean you get to be in lace for me too? <laughs> so she, she gave me a hug and a kiss. And she says, you behave yourself. I said, okay, I'll behave myself. So she's such a sweetheart. And uh, she goes, Brenda, how do you put up with him for 23 years? I can only put up with him for a couple of hours. <laughs> and she did. She said that. So she was talking to, uh, she talked to my mom, and she was saying, you know, your son uh, he takes care of the house pretty good. He, I was watching him mop the floor the other day. I was cleaning my floor, and I was waxing it with my wheelchair. 
She goes, you don't want to stop doing stuff, do you, Ron? I said, nope. I was even doing windows in my wheelchair uh, two days ago. I was standing up, and my, my neighbor said, Ron, you're going to fall. I said, I'll be okay. Just let me get these windows here in, in, in the crevices and stuff. So I like taking care of this house. I live in a house in Pembroke Pines that was my parents' in-laws' house, my wife's house. Let's see if I can get my wife up. She might be up by now. She she was she was up uh, feeding the dog earlier. Uh, that little shit ate four remotes already. And, and you know what my dog does? He takes my uh, my dirty bikinis and he walks them over and gives them to my nurse. <laughs> That little shit gives my underwear to my nurse. Uh, I tell you, I, I never had such a crazy dog. Brenda, you want to say hi to everybody? Say hello. Hello. If they can't hear you because you're mumbling. Hello. Tell, do, you, do you want to tell them what tomorrow is? Your birthday and our anniversary. Are you happy for being with me for that long? 23 years you've been with me. Yeah, she's just tired. She she stays up all night worrying about me because I, like I said, I have breathing problems at night. And I use the nepalizer at night and uh, it helps me breathe, but it scares her because she knows it's gonna, I'm going to eventually stop breathing one night on her and it's going to scare her. And I said, hey, no, no worries. But I think it's kind of funny that my adversary thinks he's going to be sheriff and he has no degree in becoming a sheriff because he has no law experience. He says he was in law enforcement, but there's no proof of that. I checked. I contacted several law uh, enforcement agencies and they never even heard of him. They said he's, he's some kind of mental case with a problem. Several bricks short of no cement. So, it is what it is, and I think it's funny. You may have been an auxiliary security guard, but that's about as far as it goes when it comes to wearing a badge. I seriously doubt you would ever make it to a law enforcement officer. You don't meet the criteria because you have a mental block somewhere up there in your head. There's just nothing but dead air space up there. You think every Democrat is a criminal. You think every homosexual should uh, not do their lifestyle because it's not pleasing to you, and yet you're bisexual yourself. You know, I call you out on your shit. I do. I'm waiting to be arrested. Come on, officers. It was funny. We were going down 72nd Avenue the other day, and there was like six police officers along the side of the road, and I rolled my window down and I said, Would one of you officers like to take me to my room? And the guy dropped his clipboard and started laughing. <laughs> I, was la I was laughing with him. I said, I wanted to see what kind of reaction I'd get from you guys when I said I wanted to have you take me to my room. And they said, Where are you headed? I said, I'm just, just driving off. It was a slow, it was a slow uh, atmosphere because there was an accident and they were all on the side of the road. And... And we were just waiting to get through the traffic. And uh, I had the guy laughing so hard when he dropped the clipboard. When I told him, I said, would you take me to my room? And I held my arms out like I was going to get arrested. 
<laughs> and he started laughing. Big, tall, black guy. He must have been 6'3", 6'4", something like that. Big, tall son of a gun. I'd hate to mess with him on a bad day. <laughs> but it was funny. So, you know, I call people out on their shit, and I want him to leave my celebrity friends alone. Uh, the, they work very hard to have their celebrity status, but they don't want it to be tarnished by the hateful radio show that they should not be a part of. And that's what I did. I protected them from it. I warned them on my social media about his show, on how hateful it is. And, oh, he can take his threats about me and go fuck himself with it. He's no threat to me. You're no threat to me, Mr. Goldner. Go have fun with that. You and your fat wife have no business contacting any celebrity people. You're not a public figure. You're nothing, just a moronic idiot on the airways. And a sanctimonious ass. A cretin. That's what you are, a cretin. Uh, so, go have fun with that. Nothing but a dumb, worthless old man that can't get his dick wet. But you know what? I can. I'm doing just fine with my wife. I love my wife every night. And my hickey marks on her on her neck prove it. <laughs> my nurse said, what happened to her neck? I said, a squirrel bit her. <laughs> she started laughing. So my nurse said, I'll see you about uh, 11 o'clock today. I said, yeah, I guess I got to wait, huh? She goes, yeah, you got to wait. I'm sorry. I said, it's okay. I, I know you'll come by eventually. So, uh, I'm okay with it, and I'm just hanging out here, and I'm going to listen to my ACDC music today, and and I'm going to listen to my uh, Johnny Cash music. I like that song that uh, he, he did called Hurt, H-U-R-T. That's one of my favorite songs that he did, and, um, and there's another one called Spiritual with Johnny Cash. It's about Christ, and I think... Uh, those two songs I I want to be played at my service. But, you know, I'm very happy that I was able to have another year left after no dialysis. No dialysis for one whole year. I have severe swelling throughout my body, and um, I, I have something called elephantitis developing in my legs now because I have a hard time walking. She said, eventually you won't be able to walk at all. You'll be in a wheelchair full time. That's coming down the road, too. And I said, what about my eyesight? She says, unfortunately, because you are not taking care of yourself, Ron, you're going to be blind before you go home. And I said, shit, that means I won't be able to watch the shows that I enjoyed. She goes, no, but you can hear them. I said, yeah, I know, but it's not the same. And... Um, it is what it is. I made that decision to stop dialysis. And uh, I'm okay with the idea of, of passing over because, you know, I made peace with God. I go to church every Sunday and I talk to my pastor. And I sit in the waiting room of the church. There's like a waiting room in, in the lobby. And I sit in there and I... I talk to people and they talk to me and they ask me questions about my 
my health and I tell them and I said if you want you can contact Dr. Kaz at the director of a hospice who is in charge of all my affairs now he's now the power of my attorney and he makes the decisions for me now so which is good and I'm glad because I don't have to worry about no more court situations no more nothing that's what he told me today. He says, you don't have to worry about anything. You're in hospice, and hospice proceeds over everything. Even in courtroom situations. And lifetime situations. Doctor's visits. I can't even go to my regular doctor anymore. Which is okay. I mean, they have doctors in hospice care, so... Uh, I'm seeing them now, so... And uh, I don't have to go out and pick up my medicines anymore. They deliver them and drop them off to my house. And I like that because it saves money on gas and, and time to go pick them up and everything. Although I do like going out occasionally. But I know eventually I won't be able to go out much anymore anytime soon after my birthday. And I'll go to a couple more dances and that's about it. I like going to those disabled dances. I don't I don't get up and stand because if I do I'll fall. That's why I brought the wheelchair with me to 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 sit in. So I brought these breakfast bars, these health breakfast bars. They're not bad. They're sugar free, but they're not that bad. It tastes like honey and graham cracker taste. And uh, all I want to do is live a normal life and not be bothered by anyone anymore. And my accusers can all go fuck themselves. There's no proof to their claims about me whatsoever. There's no proof of anything they say about me is true. They have no evidence to back their claims up about me. And they can go fuck themselves. And have fun with that. And I'm laughing at them all the way to the bank. And I will be laughing all the way to the bank when that happens. And my wife will, actually, because I'll be in heaven. And um, I do have a terminal illness. And I thank God that Mr. Goldner is not a professional doctor or a medical doctor who, who's nothing more than a public nuisance and a big mouth on the radio. And he thinks he knows it all because he knows some politics. But he doesn't know everything. He, he could have been a good uh, paralegal, but he decided to drop that, that line of work. And he didn't pursue it like he does in many other things. He doesn't do. He just sits home all day and stares at his fat 500-pound wife. And I took a snapshot of them when they were in the court uh, and it looked like they haven't taken a bath in about a month. And it looked like, you ever see that TV show called All in the Family? He looked like Archie Bunker and she looked like Edith Bunker. And those were the days. And you know, the reality of this whole mess is, there's no proof to his claims whatsoever about me. Nothing. You can't prove a damn thing. You know it. They know it, and eventually it's going to blow up in their face, and I'm going to win, 
and then I'm going to take them to the cleaners and I'm going to get back everything that was ever stolen from me. I promise you that. Everything that was stolen from me, I will get it back. Everything, even my parents' condo. Yeah, I wouldn't want that dump anyway. It's going to be bulldozed to the ground from what I was told by my friend that lives over there because I saw him in Publix the other day. And he says, Ron, it's been terrible since you've been gone. The, the roofs have never been worked on. Uh, the lawn doesn't be kept up. And uh, when I lived over there, I took care of the dumpsters and I cleaned out the, all the stuff and I swept around the parking lot and I, I did a better job than the janitor. I really, I really like taking care of that property. That property was basically my home for 24 years. 24 years I lived in that place. And then I took in a snake. Who robbed me? Who robbed a disabled man from his parents' condo and took all his stuff? I hope wherever she's at, she's got a bed bug in her twat. But, uh, you know, I'm doing just fine. I plan to seek civil restitution from her, too. Even though she ain't got a damn dime. I'll get that, too. She sold my autographs because I saw them on Craigslist. And um, she sold some of my DVDs and, and some of my Star Trek memorabilia stuff that I had. That hurt me the most, I think, in life. When I got robbed out of my condo. Based on lies about me. My mom believed all those lies that were said about me that were never been proven. Never been proven. And I cannot turn myself into a squirrel and sit on someone's car and wave at them. If you believe that I can turn myself into a squirrel, then maybe you should get some professional help and go talk to Janice. By the way, Janice is a nice psychologist. I know her for many, many, many months. And I've been uh, talking to people that know about her. Who are psychologists? And they say she's a good psychologist. You picked a good one, Joe. Uh, you picked a pretty good... Uh, representatives at times oh and I'll be seeing our little red-headed friend this week so you can go have fun with that she wants nothing to do with you ever ever she she wants to go on with her life and live her life as a lesbian and she needs to be left alone and she is what she is so let her be and she'll raise the baby the way she sees fit not the way you see fit and you can go fuck off point blank fuck off I'll tell you that in every of my podcasts that I come and do. I'm not afraid to tell you to fuck off, Joe. Not afraid of you at all, Joe. Or anyone that you may so-called know. Not afraid of no man and no woman on this earth. Period. Come and confront me. You know where I live. I call you out on your shit. Because I know you're fake. You're a fake, Joe. You're a fake, and your friends know you're a fake. You tried to grift off Darren. You tried to get him to give you $10,000 to illustrate some stuff. Tried to milk him. And then I know you milked Mike for like five grand. And those are your Republican buddies. They don't want nothing to do with you. How come you're never on his show anymore? On Mike's show. I don't, I don't choose to call him anymore because I don't want to be a, a, a bother to Mike. Because Mike gave me some wonderful opportunities to meet people. I got to meet Ted Nugent. 
I got to meet Oliver North, Avita King, and and Rick Scott. And I, and as I said before, I loathed Rick Scott. But I made peace with him, and I asked him to forgive me for being so hateful towards him. And you know what I do, Joe? You know what I do? I go before my father every day, and I admit my faults to him. And you, that's one thing you will never be able to do, admit your faults to God. You don't know how. You don't know how to go before God and, and be honest with God. I do. I get on my knees when I can, and I ask God for a deliverance of all my frailties. And he's protected me all this time. Why do you think I'm not dead yet? Why do you think I'm not in jail? Why do you think I'm not institutionalized? Because it's God's grace and not yours. And I'm doing just fine in that reality of it. And I know my Father in Heaven watches out for me. And I know He protects me with His love that He has for me. Because one pastor told me, Ron, you're special. And I am. I'm a human being with frailties. And God saw me in my mother's womb. And he saved my life from being aborted. And I do support pro-choice. I do support it. And it doesn't go against God. It's just the way I see fit. It's my choice to believe that way. Because I don't want poor people like me coming into this world getting falsely accused of shit. Of everyday bullshit. Going through uh, unnecessary grievances and being ridiculed for being disability or having some kind of ailment with mental illness. I wouldn't want them to go through that. That's why I support pro-choice. And you know the reality of, of life is that I can boldly go where no manic depressive has gone before. And that's me. And... I want you to leave my celebrity friends alone. They don't want nothing to do with you. They've already been told about your hateful show. They know that you're a hate-filled, right-wing looney tune who claims to believe in God, but doesn't act on your faith. And you'll fall short of that, too. I'm sure you will. <clears throat> you, you, Both of you and your wife, you and your so-called wife, and you're not even married to her, yet you, you live in the same house with her. And you won't even divorce your other lady uh, that you married. But you, but you say you're married to her and you're not. You're so full of crap. And, and uh, Gail the Whale gives out her fake name, Scarlett Butler, when it's really Gail C. Ham- Gail C. Hammer. Or, I'm sorry, Gail Cheryl Rip Rowe Hammer. Born October, what was it, 20th, 1961. Yeah, I know their dates. I know your dates. I know all about you. See, I'm kind of like you, Joe. I I do background checks, too. I have friends in law enforcement that will check it out for me. And they'll find out stuff on you that will probably make your head spin. And these are officers that are Democrats. And these are strong officers that have been Democrats for over 40 years. And they support their party. And they go to my church. My church is all liberal, by the way. Not one of them are going to vote for Ron DeSantis. All 315 members of my church 
are voting for Charlie Crist. So go have fun with that. And they told me this yesterday when I was in church. They all voted for Charlie Crist or Nikki Freed. By the way, Nikki Freed's kind of hot looking. She, she'd be a good Playboy model. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, Anyway, I'm going to let everyone go. It's been 35 minutes into this uh, podcast, and uh, i got to get ready for my nurse. Um, I want to thank you all for tuning in. And remember, if you're an actor or an actress out there following me on my podcast, let people know about Joseph Michael Goner, that he's a hate-filled radio show, a bigot, uh, a racist, uh, hates homosexuals hates Democrats, make sure that you never go on his show because he could ruin your career as a movie actor or an actress. They, 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 they could hurt. Oh, and that's somebody else calling. Somebody else is calling me in. Somebody else is calling. Two people call me at the same time. That happened to me the other day. Anyway, I gotta go. I'll talk to you all later. Have a wonderful day. And remember, avoid Joe Goner if you're an actor or an actress, because he'll ruin you politically if he finds out you're a Democrat or a lesbian or a homosexual. Trust me, I know he does not like none of the above statements that I told you about. So be well, stay well, have no spells, and stay the hell out of hell. Bye now.